Two Dads, One Dut, Episode 77, Girthy Football, Week 10. 11. Well, is it? Week 10 recap, Week 11 going into... Yeah. Going into Week 11. You get it, yeah. We're here for both sides. All the time. All parties. Equal podcast there. Yes. So there we go. Let's get started. Oh, okay. So we're just going to jump right into it. I mean, I don't know if you want to... Who's the sponsor by? Yeah. You want to just start this over? No, but I mean, God damn it, sir. You you said you're on it. You're not on it. Okay. I did what I always do. Episode 77, week 11, brought to you by First Shield Defense. First Shield Defense is a proud supporter of this pod, 2D1D, and they want to give its listeners the opportunity to train at an awesome discount. Message FSD on Facebook, Instagram, or their website and mention that you are a 2D1D offspringer. You will get 50% off your first two months of a membership. That's almost a $200 value. They will help develop a self-defense strategy that is natural to you. Reach out to First Shield Defense today, firstshielddefense.com. Shout them out. Dute. As always, you can find it. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google, Amazon. And for your visual antiquities, we are on YouTube. Smash the like. Hit the subscribe. Skr. <laughs> drop in the beat. <laughs> There's that ASMR. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're back. Yes. We're so fucking back. Yeah. Football time. Week 10, recap week 11, looking forward into. Uh, We just got to figure out a better intro for the football ones, I think. I mean, it's been great up until this time. Yeah, we'll workshop it. Sure. <laughs> we need to be better. But anyway, so the first thing I wanted to do, because it is a technically like Colts adjacent podcast being from Indiana. Okay, I'll allow it. Yeah. But I have here... Uh, Midwest, I guess. Yeah, Midwest pod. Me and Skur still here. <laughs> the uh, Colts and Jonathan Taylor. Are they, are they back? Are they back? Literally what I put. So this is the first time our boy JT... Rushed for 20-plus attempts since October 2nd with 22 total, racking up 147 on the ground with his best average per carry at 6.7 yards. Love that for him. After seven games played, he is still on pace to have a better rushing yard season than his first year. So he has 609 currently, 1218 if you multiplied it out for the remainder of the games. In his first year, he ran for 1169. He ran for 11 in his first year? Mm Mm-hmm. The crazy thing, though, is do you want to guess how many rushing touchdowns he has this year? One. One. Close, two. Uh, oh, really? He just got one yeah. last week. Yeah. Yep. This week. Uh, and it's, oh, one, wow. yeah, it's one of those where you're like, he's still not on pace to have like this terrible season like everybody expects. Like fantasy-wise, absolutely, because when the touchdowns aren't there, that's when it really is going to falter. But he's right there to have like a, a good above average like running back bell cow-ish season you don't have good seasons when you're the first overall pick yeah you don't go like an average barely above average as the guy who drafted him number one overall i can tell you it has been tough sledding oh for sure but i put here i mean honestly for me watching the game which it was it was great to see it all play out but the biggest thing for me is it just seemed like the overall play calling was just in a better place for them like because I think a lot of people are going to go back on him rushing for 147 and like 60-some of it was just that run he broke um, for the end zone. Yeah. But in my head, I'm thinking, is that Jeff Saturday's fault if he had his guy call the right play? 
Yeah. Like I mean, uh, it's a hundred percent Jeff Saturday. Yeah. Not like his inexperience, not his anything. It's just his energy that he brought to the team for that week. Leader of men. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's what I put. Like, it's just, it's one of those where. And he also was like, guess what? I need a veteran QB back there. Yeah. He, he understands Sorry, it. Sorry, Sam. To me, it's like, the, it's literally Pete Carroll choosing Geno Smith over Drew Locke. Yeah. Like, people want to just put age next to a quarterback and be like, the younger, the better. I love it. You know, still raw talent. We can fix it. It's like. No, give me Matt Ryan, MVP Matt Ryan, yeah. uh, Matt Ryan that went to a Super Bowl, albeit blew the biggest lead ever, but give me that guy. And Jeff Saturday goes, we're going to give Matt Ryan what we promised him, which yeah. is time in the pocket yeah. and a fucking solid running game. Yeah. And guess what's going to happen? Yeah. We're fucking win. And so I said, should have seen this Colts revenge, came, revenge game coming a mile away. The classic new head coach, um, old OG Colts player at that, plus going against Josh McDaniels, who backed out of the coaching job for Indy in 2018. Uh, he went back to New England as an offensive coordinator until this year becoming the head coach of the Raiders, which they are a nice 2-7. and seven. Um, Had here is a question for you guys, a little t- brain teaser to, okay. to start Hit it. Okay, with it. When was the last time Josh uh, McDaniels was a head coach? Prior the to the Broncos? Denver. Do you want to guess the years? 2009. S- 17. Good guess. 2009, 2010. Thanks, bud. Uh, do you want to know, or next one, do you want to guess how many winning seasons he had as a head coach? Zero. Yeah. Nice. Eight and eight. Nailing it. Eight baby. and eight in Denver, three and nine in Denver, two and seven now with the Raiders. I was going to say nine and eight, eight, but he went to the playoffs at eight and eight, didn't he? Yeah. He drafted Tebow. They beat the Tebow. Steelers. Yeah. Stupid as fuck. Um, no, so f- the last thing on Josh McDaniels, how many winning seasons has he had as an offensive coordinator? Probably a fucking shit. A time. lot. Twelve. What? Twelve. <laughs> fucking on it, baby. Ooh. Yeah. And that's why I said it's it's one of those where we talked about it last week where there's all these guys that just want to stick around and just do like it's like they're just hanging on to anything they can when it's like, brother, you've tried and failed time and time again. Josh clearly excels being an OC. Yeah. Stick to what you're good at. I Tom also Brady. are like uh, getting rumblings that he's tanking on purpose and not because he hates good plays for Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. He's yeah. trying to get rid of Derek Carr with everything that he can fucking do. Which I don't understand it because him and Devontae Adams clearly have that classic chemistry that you would want. Yeah. Where on any given day he's going to give you ten catches for a buck fifty. Yeah. And he's just open somehow. Derek Carr finds him like I just I don't get it. It blows my mind. Probably because Derek Carr's using Devontae as a crutch, whereas Josh is like spread it. I want Tom Brady. Everybody gets eight catches, even if it's fucking 12 yards, 10 yards, eight yards. Well, and then I think the surprise thing that I feel like more people would harp on by now is Darren Waller was just his bread and butter for like two seasons, and now he's just injury prone and just never sees the field. Yeah. And he was one of becoming one of the best tight ends in the league. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. He was also a waste of draft pick. <laughs> but, it's the same thing with Renfro. Going right. into this season, he was the man. Everybody and then they traded for Devontae Adams, and they're like, okay, this offense is just going to hum. Yeah. We got to do that. We got a wide receiver that could do exactly what you do, but then also stretch the field. Yeah, sorry. Sweet. There's been a missing yeah. persons there in Las Vegas. They're like, <laughs> yeah. where is Waller and Renfro? Well, no. So speaking, no, of, IR. speaking of white boy, to get into the whole controversy of the head coaching thing. Nice. Dude, it. No, because I think it's one of those. <laughs> like, Yeah, you should be able to talk about it because I'm like, I understand people's arguments where they're like, there's not a big minority presence with head coaches or within the league for head coaches. And they're like, it's just really sad when all these people that are ha- very inexperienced, Jeff Saturday having no experience, yeah. 
just getting to take on this role and kind of skip the line. I get that there's like a, a hierarchy or like you kind of do that work your way up mentality. Could you also argue though, we live in a world where the people that make it and stand out are the ones that don't take the traditional path. Like, I don't want to use like goodwill hunting as an example, but it's like, no, use the movie. Well, it's the made up movie. Use it. Well, I'm just saying it's like, (laughs) here's the kid that's fucking, he's just solving this crazy shit, being a fucking janitor with like, it's nobody's (laughs) problem. And it's like, well, I could go with all these kids that are in my class or I could just understand that there's raw, real talent right here in front of me. Well, the thing that no one's talking about, he's been like an offensive lineman advisor for the last like two years. Yeah. Like he's been a part of the organization. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, he coached high school football yeah. and now he's here, which he did. Yeah. But he's also been like a counselor, if you will, yeah. for the Colts. Yeah. And it's just one of those where I think if anybody talks about the Indianapolis Colts, it's Peyton Manning, it's Marvin Harrison, it's Reggie Wayne, it's Jeff Saturday, Edron James. And then from there, that's where I think it gets a little more murky or like gray area. Stokely. Stokely. I was going to say Brandon Stokely, fucking Dallas Dwight Clark. Freeney. Yeah, um, Robert Mathis, Bob Sanders. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, there's those guys at the top that it's just those names are getting rattled off every time. Yeah. And I think Indy's always been kind of like a homer like team. They're going to bring those guys in every time. Yeah. God, but to your the- Goodwill hunting point, he proved that he could do it. Jeff yeah. Saturday didn't prove that he could do it. I, like, he was on the board. He was solving the puzzles. Yeah. Jeff Saturday wasn't on the board coaching. He I, was coaching high school. Well, I get that. But I guess my analogy more or less is just like sometimes you don't have to follow this traditional protocol of like well how many years of this did you do all right you got your college degree okay you you answered all the questions you crushed it in the interview it's like no i think this guy just gets fucking football sorry he should have walked up to the podium press game post game first question doesn't matter what it is yeah his answer just should have been you like apples (laughs) how about them apples Want to know? Could you imagine? I'd have walked up there and be like, "I'm sorry, I'm not experienced in uh, answering questions." Well, because again, I, I get that it's it's very uh, hot water to tread in, but you can literally throw that argument on its ass and be like, "If you're upset that there's not a minority presence in the head coaching jobs, are you then not upset that there's not a bigger white presence with the players because they're hiring both sides?" This guy. Um, I think it's one of those things where it's so early on and everybody <laughs> wants to make the argument where, again, it's every it's to like what Dud always talks about where the backup quarterback comes in. Yeah. Some guy gets injured. There's always juice. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take that like times 10 with the firing of a coach midseason. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter who comes in there. Yeah. That game is always juiced up. Oh, yeah. yeah. And again, because they're looking at those players being like, hey, man, you suck. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Somebody else lost their job. Yeah. Because you're fucking terrible. Yeah. Just like, Ooh. And again, even if nothing changes, because again, it's the same guys. Yeah. You just get somebody coming in yeah. that just is new, fresh, lights a fire. Even if you're not 100% bought in, you're just like, it's just different. And then There's you're a playing different a coach vibe. that's trying to tank, trying to ruin his own QB. Yeah. It's and- a perfect storm. And it's one game. Like, I want Saturday to, you know, be good. I hope he's good. I loved those cold seasons. Yeah. He was on TV. He was a good analyst. He's a polished guy. But again, is everybody that's saying 1-0, see what happens, all these arguments. Like, if he lost the first game, does that mean he's terrible? And everybody was right for saying, oh, you— 100%. Oh, the narrative was going to go one of two ways. Right. Everybody knows that. Maybe let him finish the season, or heaven forbid. He put out a press conference where he was like, hey, man, I get it. 
you guys, I get what everybody's saying. I get what everybody's doing. I get all this. Yeah. But he was like, I've played this amount of seasons. I've been on this many winning teams. I've seen. I've won Super Bowls. Yeah. I've been in the locker rooms with Peyton Manning, with legendary players. And he's like, I see how they train. I see how they coach. I see everything. I'm picking up on these things. Do you think I'm just out here not seeing nothing? He's like, I've seen greatness. I know what it is. Yeah. And And then he's like, again, it's eight games. I win. Cool. We'll go through this again. If I don't, See you later. He's yeah. like, I'm interim coach. I'm not the real coach. Replacements. Right. Like he gets it. It's the replacements, like, yeah. literally, yes. for the Colts. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those two where you hire him out of all the OG players because I'm sure Indy probably talked to a few of them if I had to guess. Yeah. Um, Reggie Wayne being the wide receivers coach like we talked about before. But you bring him in because for whatever reason, Indy's O-line was basically rivaling Dallas's there for a minute where yeah. it was like every year you were just projected to be this fucking – madhouse of an offensive line that's just going to be a juggernaut that runs over everybody and Joseph they did die completely right. lost they completely lost it and it's like well what better to do than bring in one of the best offensive linemen to ever play the game i mean yeah for me personally it's hard to grade offensive linemen but i would imagine jeff saturday's probably in the top like 25 offensive linemen probably not i don't know probably See, not i don't know but i probably could, goes could like, you even it name goes like left tackles jonathan Ogden. <laughs> Like, in. Yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Like, I just, yeah. I think that's a yeah, very hard. Yeah, I mean, he's hard... a center, so it was a little yeah. bit different, but yes. Yes. No, I, I mean, again, it, everybody should have seen it coming. Yeah. It was ultimate trap game for anybody that took the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, truth be told, it was never really like anybody's game ever. Like, it was just a very big back and forth the whole time. Yeah. Like, nobody really wanted to, like, pull Ra- away and win it. Yeah. But the Raiders did what they always do. Yeah. They blow a lead. And then the Colts apparently do what they do. Oh, we're down in two minutes in the fourth. Sure, we'll just come back and win somehow. Somehow. No, I thought they – I mean, they did a really good job incorporating, like, they got Paris Campbell going. Like, they just got people going that everybody on paper were like, yeah, their offense is poised to be above average. And they just fed them the ball. I mean, Michael Pittman didn't get shit. But, all right. but I mean, Ohio State, Paris Campbell, say less. <laughs> okay. I just, yeah. I mean, Ohio State, Michael Pittman, say less. <laughs> Either way, dude, it works. <laughs> but, yeah, I just – so shout out to the Colts because again I think it was a turning point for them and weirdly enough they're four five and one right Tennessee's winning the division what at six and four five and four what did I say last week oh, I know you said fucking they're gonna win it yeah they're six and three so I mean Indy has like a crazy backdoor chance to be like a wild card team yeah but yeah so good for them on the come up with a head coach that's untested one and zero crazy 0, baby. wild card they could still win their division how about yeah. them apples that's what I tell you exactly okay. So, this next one, Dutt's going to love it. Love it. Justin Fields has the potential to be the next Atlanta Falcon, Michael Vick. Hear me out. I have, I have receipts. Vick's best season in Atlanta. Do you want to guess for how many yards he passed for, roughly? I'm probably going to go like 1,100. Pass for? Pass yards. 30, 32. 2474. All right. Uh, he had a tw- 20 to 13 touchdown to interception ratio, 52% completion, which is in this day and age, you'd probably get benched. Like if that was your it's dog water, it's yeah. terrible. Um, but then do you want to guess his rushing yards? 875. The same season or Sa- best? Sa- same season. So this is technically like his best Atlanta season. This was the Falcons uh, cover next okay. year for Madden, right? This was 1100 yards. Yeah. Close. 1036. Justin Fields this season has 1,489 passing yards, and he's on pace for 25-25, so better than Michael Vick. 
Nice. His touchdown to interception ratio right now, he is on pace for 20.4 to 11.9. So again, right there with Michael Vick, arguably better because less interceptions. Rushing yards, do you want to guess how many Justin Fields has right now? Like 680 something. 594. 749. That's a lot. So he's on pace for 1273. Both of those beat Michael Vick. And I think it's just one of those where people have Michael Vick confused to a degree. Atlanta Michael Vick was peak dual threat, but more on the run side. His coming out party, like his resurgence after the Philly. whole the dog uh, fighting thing was Philly. But that's where he became the pocket passer. So he had two seasons where he threw over 1,000 yards, but his rushing was about half. I mean, Ed Michael Vick's defense, for some context. Yeah. Um, his last season before getting locked up was his best season, but it was Roddy White's first or second, and that was his number one receiver. Yeah. It was just dropping hella balls. I think he led the league in drop balls that year. Yeah. So it was like it wasn't that he wasn't passing. The balls were getting dropped. Because then it wasn't – Tony was Gonzalez wasn't there. Me, man. I needed Roddy White on my team. Yeah. Well, God, Tony Gonzalez good. wasn't in Atlanta yet, right? That was towards like the tail end of like – Yeah. Like when Matt Ryan oh, Matt got Ryan. there. Yeah. Matt Schaub. I think. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I think it's really weird when people like they talk about Michael Vick, like he's just this iconic and I get it in Madden. He was like the best guy yeah. to ever pick and you always would. His stats though, however, are very underwhelming to me, which are like surprising because of how because, highly. Because it's the same thing with like Justin Fields. Like if you watch the game, then you see what he does. Explosion. But if you just look at the numbers, yeah. you're like, this guy's not a very good quarterback. Yeah. Compared to Peyton Manning, you are correct. He is not a very good quarterback. As a playmaker, kid's fucking electrifying. Well, and the one thing I didn't write down, I saw it, but I don't know why I didn't write it down. I think Justin Fields has a lot more touchdowns, like total touchdowns, passing and rushing, than Michael Vick does. Oh. So, like, that's a huge thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I just... Can't wait for this to be over. Well, I'm just Congratulations, saying... Congratulations, Bears lost that game. Yeah, I mean, I'm just Lions saying... Lions didn't win it. If there's something to be, because everybody again is like, I part of that was a pick six though. Personally, I don't. Oh, Justin Fields' mistake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so the Bears lost. No, like that's I, what I'm saying. Like, I I hate everybody's yeah. um fantasy like context around it. Like Matthew Barry, all these guys that are just like Justin Fields. He's not only QB one. He's like he should be your fantasy guy. And it's like, give me more context than just being the guy that's like he went off for forty points this week. Like he, you better pick him up. And it's yeah. like. A fucking five-year-old can figure that out or, like, tell me that shit. Like, give me something like this where I'm like, yeah, if you told somebody that Justin Fields is on his way to be better than Michael Vick, you're probably going to open some eyes. Yeah. People are going to understand it more than just like, oh, he's not just the guy that's running for over 100 yards a game like whoop-de-doo, Basil. It's like, no, he's showing you real promise here. Yeah. And he has nobody on his team. He's just wait, baby. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the crazy part. Like, I think Atlanta was still – I don't know if Atlanta had sneaky good defenses in Vick's – time but i can't like nobody comes to mind I, I don't know no they were just they were above average but yeah i mean again as a lions fan i hope the bears lose every fucking game yeah. but there there were times i mean again four weeks ago this team was unwatchable correct and for whatever happened in that patriots game we were here recording the pod and something clicked yeah and good for him i mean i don't wish any ill will upon anything as a lions fan watching that game there were times where i was like Okay, he's going to do something crazy. Yeah. But then there are also times where I'm like, he's going to throw this ball up. Let's get an interception. Because yeah. that was coming too. But here's my and thing. And sure enough, it did. And there were plenty of passes in the second half where it was just like, 
I'm not saying he's bouncing, but like there are times you see some of the dual threat quarterbacks that just, I mean, they'll, they'll bounce an out route and you're just like, yeah. Oh, okay. This is what this is. Yep. And I don't think it's that bad, but again, I think it goes back to how bad it was in Chicago where he's having to make these throws where it's like, you have no business making that throw, yeah. but you have to given the text of the game. Yeah. And if he fixes that, he's, I mean, there's no, you can't deny what you're seeing, right? but yeah. let's not get crazy I'm not getting crazy. Because four weeks ago, again, we couldn't watch this offense. Correct. But that's what I'm saying is, and what we've preached this entire season, is you can only go off of what you're seeing. And literally the last three weeks, all I've seen is Justin Fields run and scramble with confidence now, not just out of sheer panic mode. And he's the guy that I don't care what anybody says. I would think any organization agrees on. You want a quarterback that's going to make a quote-unquote risky throw because those are the ones that are going to pay off. You need to actually attack the other team. You can't just do these dinky little like two and five yard passes. Like you need to do something to kind of keep them on their toes a bit. Yeah, and he's doing that. Put that loss more on our defense than I do the Justin Fields pick six. You know what I mean? Because there's times where they did their thing on the first and second down. So it's like second and eighteen, third and fourteen. Amron St. Brown across the middle. Josh Reynolds across the middle, and just deep fuck it. Yeah, you know what I mean? You literally can't stop it. And Credit to them, exposing one-on-one. But, like, at the same time, it's like you got them down in the positions, like in the downs. Yeah. They're down bad. And then you it's, give up big play after big play after big play, and it's just like, Jesus Christ. Well, and what's even kind of crazier, which I'll try and pull it up here really fast, it's the the classic, like, if you wanted to do um, fantasy football to, like, kind of put it into a narrative, is how many games this week were played and 30 points would have won. Yeah. You went up against a team that scored 31, so your defense point makes total sense because literally just looking right here off the... So you would have beaten <laughs> week nine. Well, Everybody but Miami. Yeah, literally. Atlanta, Carolina, Seattle, Tampa, Cleveland, Miami would have beat you. Uh, Denver, Tennessee, uh, you would have tied the Bills. Jags, Chiefs. Like, you literally would have beaten almost the entire league. Yeah. Other than Green Bay. And there's the team like a, you played. There's a stat that was like, if Denver would have scored 18 points in every game they played, eight and one, they'd be eight and one. If they just would have scored 18, 18, points. 18 points. See, and that's insane to me. Like that's yeah. the you were gifted like this fantasy schedule from God. Yeah. And you just somehow are staying alive because you shouldn't be anywhere near where you're at. Yeah. It's, it's gross. No, that, I mean, well, and what's crazy about that too is Denver doesn't have their first round pick because they're sending it to Seattle. Mm-hmm. So even if they suck, you're you don't get that pick. And I get it. You just signed a quarterback to a quarter of a billion dollars. Right. So you probably didn't think you needed it. Yeah. But like they're on Sweet. pace to probably have a top five pick. And you're just sending it. And you're just sending it. I love it, dude. Seattle's so back. They're gonna get another I'm gonna venture to say you'd have to think it's gonna be a defensive player or something. Yeah, like it's a, probably a shutdown corner, dude. Yeah, safety or corner, and it's just like Legion of Boom two Like they already got Tarek. Was it Woolen? Yeah. Yeah, like it's dude. And it's gonna I, be so cool to see. And I mean, obviously this we're gonna start getting into the second half of the season. And even though I think the NFL is one of the sports where they don't they don't take intentionally. Like again, I think maybe the Colts did it by putting Ellinger in. Yeah. Because you can't play 80% in the NFL, you'll get killed. Like, 100%. you have to go full goal. So, you always see the team that has three wins, they beat a team in week 16 last year or week 17 now because Rest. they're trying to win the game. Yeah. But 
so like right now the Bears are three and seven. And last year, so like right now that's on pace to be the seventh overall pick. Last year, the seventh overall pick was Jalen Waddle. I love to see it. Yeah. And at five and five, they would be the seventeenth pick. So like or like if they would have won projected. Game, right. Yeah. Yeah. That was Leatherwood, the offensive tackle that the Raiders took. And it's like I'm gonna assume that's a bad pick. It's not great. Yeah, because I've heard nothing of old Leatherwood. <laughs> and yeah. it's like you don't want to entice it because again, I'm sure there's been plenty of top five picks that have been misses. Yeah. But you're like, again, as a Lions fan who won that game, and now that we're three and six, we basically have the same record. We would just have the tiebreaker because we won. I don't want to lose games. Yeah. Like I want the culture to shift. I don't care if we win seven games and now we're drafting out of the top ten. Yeah. Because truth be told, if you look at the quarterback class, if it's not Stroud, if it's not Bryce Young, there's yeah. a big drop off. Yeah. So yeah. okay, I'm not one and two. Let me win some games. Yeah. I I think I have something on the Plus the, you don't need a quarterback. Yeah. The like winning culture and stuff a little later. So hopefully it kind of plays into that. But yeah, I totally Get like agree. a sideline to sideline linebacker behind yes. Hutch. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would uh, make sense. Okay, so no, this is good. Yeah, guy's good. Guy's good. This one, uh, Patrick Mahomes, my guys might know him. He is already getting the LeBron James treatment, which is what? Yeah, which second is what? best of all time, third best? No, so he's in his fifth full season. Patrick Mahomes is. He's getting the Le- LeBron treatment in the sense of LeBron. Chiefs Super Bowl. LeBron should probably have like I don't even know how many MVPs, but it's a storyline. And it's you've already gotten one or two, so like everybody just kind of shifts away from you for whatever reason. I think this year, if he doesn't win it, I will be very surprised because again, it feels Josh like Josh Allen's not that guy no more. Well, I know we even talked about it. He's, I said he's going to weirdly go through adversity. He's hurt, whatever. But so right now, Patrick Mahomes is on pace for his second most passing yards in a season for uh, four thousand nine hundred ninety-one. His most was five thousand ninety-seven back in two thousand eighteen, and his most passing TDs. Uh, or in his passing TDs, he's on pace for 42 and a half. Love it. Most since 2018 where he had 50. In his second best career uh, passer rating, right now he's 106.1. In 2020, he was 108.2. And I feel like nobody, they have him in the race, but he's not the guy that they're talking about where it's like he's just running away with it. And I think he kind of is in a sneaky way. Because it's the... LeBron James so, treatment. Yeah, yeah. No. just so great all the time. Yes. That it's like, okay. Now it's average to everybody. First of all, it was the MJ treatment. He LeBron. was the one that did it. Yeah. And if you go back and go through like the five, like, I don't want to say peak seasons of when LeBron was LeBron. If you go through those individual seasons. You mean the ones when like Steve Nash won him with like 12 points and 10 assists? Oh, that's Kobe. No. It, should, it? it shouldn't have went to him. Like when you go and look at the MVPs, those years, they earned it. I'll no. do it next week. No, you should, because I trust me. They, his numbers are like incredible. Okay. Same with Patrick Mahomes, and it's like you just see it every year. So you're like, well, if you don't give me something like a little extra juice on this season, why would I vote for you? Like you've already done this, and I mean, so, I think after this week, I think he's technically in the lead for MVP odds. Mahomes. I would hope so. That's my whole point to this argument. Because if he's not, it's, it's just not getting talked about. Yeah, yeah. Like I think it's really weird that everybody's like, is Jalen Hurts sneaking in there? And like. To my credit, up until this past weekend, I was even going to talk about Tyreek Hill because it's yeah. a quarterback's uh, award to lose. He was on pace to break Calvin Johnson's record, but he put up a measly five for like 44. I think he still had a touchdown, but it's like... He's also playing an extra game. You didn't give us 100-plus yards like you usually would. 
And then now it's almost like Justin Jefferson's just right there on your heels taking yeah. the the uh, award from you as a wide receiver, like your outside chance of winning. So I, I don't know. But again, in a league where it's theirs to lose, everybody is just like Jalen and Josh, man, it's, it's theirs. And it's like, no, I think it's Patrick's and everybody else is a, a semi-distant second. Can't be Kirk's? Could be. Could be. Get out of here. What? I'm just saying. Jeez. Honestly, let me look that up real quick while you're pulling something up. What, I'm his odds are just... Yeah. He's he's not even in the top 10. Kirk, yeah. not in the top 10? For MVP, no. I would say Justin Jefferson's probably over him, I mean, he's got to be in top 10. He, no, well, I mean, there's going to be a group of guys like you can't win. Obviously, they'll have odds for 30 people. Yeah. But it's going to be like, unless these guys get into a car accident and can't play. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes has... Again, right now he has 2,900 just over passing yards and 25 touchdowns. <laughs> Kirk Cousin has 2,300 passing yards and 14 touchdowns. A little bit behind. But I'm saying where's he at? But like he could be in the conversation is what he's saying. Oh, from the team perspective and the narrative, yeah. absolutely. And that's what I think is weird is the narrative almost gets you more votes than your actual stats do anymore. Yeah. Which is bizarre to me, but I, and it's like, I digress. I mean... Not taken away because, again, LeBron James treatment, but yeah. Patrick Mahomes has the Super Bowl. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes has been there multiple times. It's like Kirk Cousins, his storyline is he can't win big games. He's winning big games. I just – I don't know, man. I think it's it's one of those awards that I think people have started to bring back into the conversation of, like, controversy of, like, who should win it, why they should win it. And if your stats – like, he's on pace to almost do exactly what he did when he won it. Yeah. How do you not give it to him again? Because he already did it. <laughs> Simple. It's fucking stupid, dude. Do better. So dumb. Okay. You want me to go next? What are you doing? How to win a championship? Well, you've been talking about this, so go ahead, man. Yeah, okay. I got to hear this. Yeah, okay. So uh, for those of you that have listened to Girthy Football, there has been a few times where me personally, and we've talked about it and discussed like what winning a championship means and what it actually looks like and almost what you should like strive for and how to do it and achieve it and i think i came up with the best example granted it's not even in the same sport but it's the same idea kind of premise of it so the golden state warriors who i absolutely loathe um being a cleveland fan and a lebron fan so it was awesome but very painful to go through those four straight years of the matchup knowing aside from the 3-1 you know comeback which was incredible that they were just going to get dog walked every time so this started back in 2009 when they drafted Steph Curry. Uh, he tweeted during his first year because they actually started out 14 and 37 at the All-Star break. And he tweeted, I promise we will figure this thing out. If it's the last thing we do, we will figure this out. So in 2009, he said that. Glue guy. Don't want to say he spoke it into existence, but then for the draft continuation process, Clay gets drafted in 2011. Draymond and Harrison Barnes get drafted in 2012. And then that March of 2012 was kind of crazy because they almost traded Steph to the Milwaukee Bucks for Andrew Bogut, but the Bucks actually preferred Monte Ellis instead. Mm -hmm. Huge win for them, I would imagine. Um, then in July of 2013, they signed Andrew Iguodala. Mark Jackson was fired after the 2013-2014 season. They went to go on to win the be the 73-win team in 2016. Didn't know this either, that the salary cap actually took a jump, and it was the perfect timing. TV rights, man. Well, it was the perfect timing because they signed KD. Yeah, it was when the TV rights kicked yeah. in and everybody got millions more dollars a year. Yeah, and so all they had to do was let go of Harrison Barnes and Andrew Bogut's contracts. 
And then from there, it was five straight title runs from 2014 to 2018, winning three of the five, which, again, from the miraculous comeback from Cleveland and then just decimated by injuries and Toronto wins, it's almost like you probably should have went five for five. Yeah. Like, and so then they go through two losing seasons um, following that stretch because of injuries and everything that's going on. But again, they saw the same core team essentially was there. Well, that's the thing. It's not just injuries. There's injuries to like their best players. Yeah. yeah. So like they were able to bottom out without people retiring, people getting traded. Like they were still yeah. on the team. Yeah. They just weren't playing. So then they got to draft. That allowed them to draft Jordan Poole in 2019 and then James Wiseman in 2020, who Jordan Poole is panning out incredibly. I think James Wiseman is still kind of like potential. He was hurt. So, well, yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, but I didn't realize that when they acquired D'Angelo Russell in 2019, he didn't mesh with the team. They trade him in 2020 to Minnesota and get Andrew Wiggins yeah. in a protected top three 2021 pick. Yeah. So, and then to finish it out, six of the last eight finals appearances um, were for them, winning the last one, which was last year. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you get a generational player like Curry is on your, well, in this case, a football team, you, you want to be able to homegrown keep these guys around, but I do think that was a rare circumstance because normally when a team wins a championship and they fall off, it's because of, again, roster overhauls, people retire, yeah. all that. They had the same guys. They just weren't playing. And it was, they had to go through a year and a half of like, oh, we're not great. And then all of a sudden we're like, we just reloaded. Like and that. Like also it's like, don't wish fair ill on anybody or whatever. You know right. what I mean? But like Clay getting hurt. Huge. Dropped his value. Yeah. Didn't get a bag. Right. Steph Curry, able to get a huge bag. Jordan Poole got a bag. Wiggins got a bag. Yeah. Now, when you go to re-sign Clay, probably next year, he's probably gone. But but I, he wants to stay. I mean, Draymond wants to stay, but he's probably gone. So, I guess... And it's just that time where it's like, okay... He's got a puncher's chance of staying. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Boom. But it's like Oklahoma City with Kevin Durant, James Harden, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Serge Ibaka. Somebody's got to go. You well, can't afford everybody. But no, so that's my thing, and I think it was the biggest takeaway from doing all this research, is Golden State, what's the thing they always want to like use as the saying now? They, they fleece everybody. Like yeah. They don't give up picks. They're not giving up hardly any assets. So what they're doing better than anybody is, A, just an organization from top to bottom are drafting well for the most part hitting on a lot of their draft picks, which is, again, it's kind of unheard of, but it's also like, if this is your fucking job, why don't you just do it? Yeah. Like, it's like when people bitch about kickers, you have one job. You have one job. It's to find talent. Why are you not finding talent? I don't understand it. When a team like Golden State can find it year after year after year. And so you assemble this team the right way, the correct way. Yeah. So for as much as I love LeBron James, it's very hard for me to watch somebody just go, hey, how many picks do we have? What good guys do we have on our team that are young? Trade them. Bring this guy in. Bring Kevin Love in. Bring Anthony Davis in. Bring J.R. Smith in. Sign all these guys to one-year vet deals. And then it's like, you make these runs, which I get it. It's awesome. But then as soon as that time's done, your team is fucking decimated. Right. Whereas Golden State, again, it was unfortunate. Like, natural injuries happened. But their team didn't have to, like, implode in any way, shape, or form. And how many times they went to the finals? Six out of eight. Six out of eight. How yeah. many times LeBron James go? Four. To the finals? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he went 10 in a row. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Though. Cleveland. Weak East. But, Weak East. But again, did he go? <laughs> I think in football it's different. But I, one, no. because when you get to the playoffs, it's a one and done. 
So yeah. the best team doesn't always win like it does in the NBA. If you have the best players, you generally end up in the finals. Yeah. Like that's just how it goes. Or the best player. But in football, the, we we throw around adjectives way too much. Like great to me is great. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, that's a great player. That's a great catch. That's a great this. That's a great that. These dynasties. Patrick like, Mahomes is great. I would say that, yes. Yeah. But like if people are talking about like, oh, the Chiefs dynasty, they've won one Super Bowl. Right. But I guess what my, does that get you? Can't be a dynasty. Well, so, like you're a really good team. No, yeah. so here's my argument, I guess, that I was gonna tie a bow on it with is give me a team that I can root for year in and year out that's competitive versus a team that I know is one year away from just blowing the fuck up because of how it was assembled. The Chiefs assembled it the right way. Well, they got the, the Rams right, they didn't got the assemble right, it the right way. They got Shocker. The, now they're falling apart. And they have the same titles. Same amount of titles. Correct. But I would rather have the team where I can consistently root for them year in and year out. The Chiefs are one of the best teams in the NFL. Am I correct? Thank you. I'd take that team and my one Super Bowl. You can have the Rams and your one Super Bowl. And you're we going both in, have the same so amount gonna, of Super Bowls. But you're so, going into the toilet this year. So I have a 36-year-old quarterback and a 26-year-old quarterback? That's what? the difference. I don't give a shit. You, you want to say they're the same when they're not. That's my whole argument. I would rather root for a team that is built properly to consistently compete. Yes, we have the same amount of Super Bowls. Big fucking deal. According to you guys, we both won one, so we're good for three to five years anyways. But now you guys are going to suck, and nobody's going to have fun rooting for the Rams, even though they're they're one of the most interesting teams. So you're going to have fun rooting for a team that's going to lose the Who? Super Bowl? The or Chiefs? not even make it? No, my point being, the Rams don't even have a fan base. Apparently, when you go to a Rams game, it's like 60% the other team anyways. Well, it's because it's L.A. period. If you're not yeah. the Lakers, there's nothing there. It's weird. Yeah. It's but, the same thing with the Chargers. But that's my whole point, and I know you guys understand it. You're just trying not to get it. Duh. <laughs> no, I w- yes, I would love to root for a team that just reloads every year. That's just like, yeah, I don't care what's going to happen. Not reloads. That's what you're missing the point We're just going to be good. The Rams are trying to reload in different ways. The Chiefs don't have to do that. The Chiefs have created this organization, this aura around them where people want to just naturally go there, sometimes at a discounted rate. Did they want to do that before Patrick Mahomes? No. Okay. So So you drafted the right guy. Yes. We're saying the same thing. Yes, getting lucky in the draft is a huge win. I get it. The Rams went all in. They won a Super Bowl. Yes, they did. Correct. Now, to their detriment, they're going to suck. The Chiefs, albeit sure, lucked out and drafted Patrick Mahomes. They've set themselves up for success. They are now going to enjoy many years of competing. That's how drafting a quarterback works. When you get the guy. When you hit on the quarterback. It solves it a works. lot of problems. You guys don't get it. No, mm. I get it. I, I, I get what, what you're, you're saying. saying. Like it's From an organization standpoint, you know, everyone talks about New England. Oh, well, shocker. They had one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time for two decades. But again, they weren't really anything other than a defensive juggernaut with a guy that people thought was like a game manager, maybe an above average guy at best, but then created an atmosphere, created an environment, and then people wanted to go there. They didn't go 16-0 one year for no reason or 17-0. Like, people just naturally wanted to go there. It wasn't like they had to pull strings or give up all these trades or picks or whatever. Like, people just wanted to go there. So I would think you'd want to create an atmosphere where people just want to go at potentially a discounted rate versus a team that's giving up assets left and right. Like somehow the Rams just keep giving up picks. I don't know how they do it until like 2030. Like how are they giving up picks if people don't want to go there? They're giving them up so they can get people to come there because the organization doesn't want to give up a guy for nothing. They yeah, want but to get something the, I would return. say the paths are the outlier where it's like you have to go and you have to buy, buy all this and that. But like when you go through 
in football and be part of one of the only dynasties probably in football. Sure. So when you go through like in your argument with football, I'm going to guess these teams that you're talking about, the Manning Colts, the Brady, the the Rodgers Packers, like all these teams, you know, they're just going to be good. Yeah. They have one thing in common in a quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. If you don't have that, you're not that team. There's a way to, but again, the Colts are a great example too. Yes, did they luck out and draft Peyton Manning? Sure, but also it's just, again, somebody doing their fucking job and knowing how to scout talent and draft somebody. Sorry the Rams had to, again, burn their bank account, burn their draft picks, whatever they had to do to get Stafford there. They they couldn't draft one. The Rams have exactly the same amount of Super Bowls as Manning brought the Colts. I get that, but you're missing the underlying point, which was the whole argument about winning a championship, is I would rather have Indy's one Super Bowl and then what? Peyton's like fucking 10, 12, and 4 win seasons because every year is a fun year to be a Colts fan. I get that you lose, but you're a good-ass fucking football team. It's also team. a letdown year, right? Right. Like if, if the sure. Chiefs don't win the Super Bowl, it's going to be a wasted year. Sure. So here I am as the Colts. I go 12 and 4, and we get bounced, we'll say, in the semis or whatever. You're the Detroit Lions, and you just went 0 and 16. I'm going to take the Colts season instead. Did I win the Super Bowl two years ago? Who? The Lions. I don't know. Well, you're comparing this to the Rams. Yeah. But I get that. But my point being is if we had to make a bet right now, when who wins? The you're next? saying as a fan, I'd rather cheer for a winning team. Correct. As an organization, I'd rather win a Super Bowl. It's different. It's different, but it's not. No, it, it, it is absolutely because as is. an organization, the Super Bowl is clout. That's what but you because play that's for. where the whole argument, again, will always come to this road. So you're saying no, draft as good as you can. But if you don't win the Super Bowl, that's okay. I had fun. As a fan, that's what you're saying. Not had fun. I know that I have a team that will be back next year, that there's no need and to And then like, you won't win it. You don't know because it's any given Sunday, like you said. But you're saying Peyton Man you'd rather it's, be Peyton Manning than the Lions, so we do know it. Yeah, we do know what no. Peyton Manning did. We do know what the Lions did. It's going to hit a fork in the road every single time at this one argument of winning a Super Bowl or winning a championship supersedes everything well if winning one means you get one and you're done forever do you want that road or do you want the road of uncertainty that could lead to multiple we don't know the rams are done forever and i think they're going to be done for the did, foreseeable well did future. your team ever win because you can put in your argument i win a super bowl and i don't ever win again correct so you know my outcome yeah so the team that i'm also potentially rooting for yeah. do they ever win who knows but we get the possibility of winning multiple or more than one you're stuck here at one that's my whole argument i would rather go down the road of possibility where there's chances to win multiple super bowls versus just saying give me one right but but in the nfl though it's the way that you build it is you get the guy yeah. so there's no that's the secret there's no secret sauce there's no like we're building through the draft it's if you get the guy history tells us you're gonna have a chance every year and that's just the facts. So if you don't get the guy, you're not going to have a chance. Matt Stafford is a Hall of Fame quarterback now that he has a Super Bowl. The only difference is now that he has a Super Bowl. He wouldn't have been a Hall of Fame quarterback, according to people, in Detroit. There's plenty of teams in the NFL that would have loved to have Matt Stafford on their team. 100%. But right. he wasn't the guy in the organization when you're comparing to the Brady's, the Rodgers, the Mahomes. So if you don't have a guy, you don't have a chance. So you're saying you'd rather the Rams stick with Jared Goff and have the possibility in multiple years knowing Jared Goff is not good, 
but you still have draft picks that you could draft a guy potentially I that's mean, gonna be Matt Stafford instead of taking Matt Stafford now, who is the guy and winning a championship. I would want to understand or read into more how all of a sudden you can go from a thirteen and three just juggernaut of a team with Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, all the, Beckham, all these guys on the come up. He wasn't on there yet with Jared Goff, but you have a oh, team that's Stafford. poised, that's ready to go. Yeah, and I get that you don't. It's not that you blew it up. But you made major changes because you knew, like, hey, the nucleus we're pretty sure is here. Let's win it now. Let's go all in and win it. And you did it. But again, what is that? The argument will always be right there. So now the narrative after that is, well, at what cost? Because now your team fucking sucks. Yeah, so let's run through those names you said. Cooper Cup, still there. Odell Beckham, wasn't there, not there. Robert Woods, was there, not there. Offensive line, was there, not there. Jared Goff. Was there or not there? I mean, but we're talking about last year when they won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. So Matt Stafford was there, still there. Yeah. Fine. Aaron Donald, still there. Jalen Ramsey, still there. Yeah. There's pieces. Von Miller, was there or not there? So yeah. those are big pieces that aren't there anymore. And I'm just saying if you built a team properly, so to speak. So you're saying if they built that team and signed every single one of those players to multiple deals, they'd be a better team? They can sign anybody, apparently. There's bank accounts infinite. Well, I'm just saying, are we saying the same thing? If all those pieces that were there last year are still there, they're a different team? Potentially. Okay. Well, you can't keep everybody. I mean, <laughs> you can. I just... I, I get what we're going to go, no, go in circles, no, but like, so there's I, no I, point. I get what you're saying, yes. Like, I, I don't think you Of course you want to root for a team that's going to be there every single year. Yeah. But again, I think from a management standpoint, your goal is to win the ship. And but if then I win the ship, mission accomplished. So, but as a fan... Like, again, as a Lions fan, yeah, I've lost almost every single year I've been a fan. Yeah. But if you give me the one ring, I always have that ring. Yeah. I guess I would rather take, again, the uncertainty of being good every season, essentially. And are you going to win? It's basically it's a flip of a coin if you're going to win a Super Bowl versus the guy that's the Cowboys fan. Shout out, Kyle. Um, that's been, eh, we got one 95. Well, it's 2022, so at some point that argument has to die. Does it? Yeah. Does it? Because that's my whole point. I Does just, it? I think it's so weird to me that people don't, they want one ring and then they're just good. Like, shouldn't you want to just keep winning? Yes, you want to keep winning, but you can't keep everybody. Yeah. And in salary cap league too, people are going to take their money. Robert Woods took his money. Von Miller took his money. Odell tore his knee. Ew. Yeah. Sorry. People are going to do it. Yeah, well, then I find it, leave. Didn't Justin Jefferson get a bag? Probably. I find it weird that Stephon Diggs was on that same team, and it's like you guys could have just had one of the best duos in the league. But that's not a thing. Apparently, they just don't want to do that. Well, because Adam Thielen came in and yeah. took all of Stephon Diggs' targets. Classic. Yeah, when just about the money. He won the plays. That's how to win a championship. Loved it. Yeah. Oh, draft well. Get the guy. Fleece assets. Yeah. Gold have State unlimited money. I just got it. Copy. Roger. Again. Oh, remind me again, how many uh, picks does the Bears have next year? Like 40. Nine? Yeah. Sick. Oh, and how much money do they have next year? The most. The most? Okay. Yeah. We'll see. I we'll mean, see what they build. We'll see what they build. Well, no, because I was going to say last, last thing is, again, it can it's a testament both ways in the sense of John Gruden being on the Raiders, being the head coach, and he wanted to go all moxie and just draft Alabama Clemson guys. I think all of them basically were busts. A lot of them. A lot of them. And it's like, again... You got one job. 
and you have a whole staff dedicated to doing this, how do you fuck it up that bad? That's what will be more baffling to me every year with teams. Because he's like, for position players, you draft five-star people. And then for him, for quarterbacks, you draft moxie guys. And I was like, that's terrible, dude. Yeah. Spider Y2 bananas. Fucking trash <laughs> bananas, dude. So good. Yeah. That's all I got. Let's do top three, bottom three. You want to go on the raft? You want to raft it? You want to do that first? Okay. We'll do the raft. Yeah, top three, bottom three is like, tor- that's the last thing. I didn't know the there was a thing. set order. Yeah. It's only been for uh, the last 10 weeks. Yeah. I mean, we change it up. Pretty uh, polarizing topic after this week. So going into, I think, the season, people were saying this guy got more love than he ever deserved. This other guy got a lot of love and it was deserved. Okay. And I think their paths were on different trajectories. At this point, would you rather be Josh Allen or Justin Herbert? Josh Allen. Herbert has nobody on his team. Now all of a sudden there's no heat on him. They're like, your team's trash. He threw for, like, I think just under 200 yards. They lost. Oh, I'm not saying, well, right, but San Francisco is a pretty good defense. Yeah. What I'm saying is, like, now Josh Allen is doing a lot of the same Josh Allen things, mm-hmm. but now everything's under the microscope. Yeah. And when you're the Super Bowl favorite and you're the oh, MVP yeah. favorite and these things happen, right. uh-oh. But now, like, the Chargers lost last night, but Herbert's getting praised because he's throwing to nobody. Yeah. And they should have, well, they could have beat the 49ers on the road. So it's like at one point we're praising one guy even though people said he didn't deserve it. Right. Now the other guy, so it's like all we're doing is picking you apart. Yeah. Oh, no, Josh Allen all day. I, I will say this as like a bold statement, if you will. They are going through so much adversity right now, and it's going to be for their betterment all day. Buffalo is going to come out of this being like, here's all the fucking mistakes. Josh, you're hurt, like banged up, fix yourself, heal yourself, whatever the fuck you want to do. It's going to make all the difference come the end of the year. Here you go, Josh. You finished third in your division, but you had Moxie and you don't make the playoffs. So well, tight. That is what's kind of crazy is they are one game away from being last in their division. Yeah. Sick. Tight. They are six and three. The Jets are six and three with the tiebreaker. Dolphins are seven and three with the tiebreaker. And then the Patriots are five and four. So, again, Josh I, don't, Allen. I don't really have a dog in this fight. I love Mahomes. I love Allen. Like when. Buffalo played Kansas City earlier this year, and it was a close game. I didn't know who I was rooting for. Yeah. I honestly was just like, I just want good football. Good yeah. football. We and even towards it, the end. But I tell you what, at this point, and I get it because he's defending his guy, and there's people that in the media that are talking about it. I want Buffalo to win the Super Bowl just so Nick Wright shuts up. <laughs> I what? mean, I said I want Buffalo to win the Super Bowl just so Nick Wright shuts up. Oh, yeah. He's making it his personal vendetta to just bury Josh Allen. Oh, yeah. I mean, because he lives and breathes Chiefs. Correct. Yeah. And I get that. And I like Nick, but it's just like, I get it, man. Your guy's really, really good. Yeah. But so is this guy. Yeah. And Mahomes right now just isn't making the mistakes. They're not going through the adversity. No, and he doesn't. And Mahomes is probably a better quarterback. And he, that's why he does this, because he's like, oh, people are saying Josh Allen's MVP. This is this guy. It's your whole LeBron James argument, and he just yeah. won't stand for it. And I'm like, you are crushing this guy. Yeah. And Mahomes isn't perfect. There's a good chance he could lose in the Super Bowl again. He had an epic collapse against Cincinnati. Yeah. You're not talking about that. Yeah. I and, mean, it's, and it's like, man, I'm pulling for you now just so this guy can't say anything. Yeah, it's... I still hope that we get, obviously, that matchup for the AFC Championship or just in the playoffs at some point wherever they end up landing because it is just – it's two of the best, and they just know it, 
whether the rec the records almost like don't matter in a weird way, but they just they go at it, yeah. and it's just a fun game of football. Yeah, I'd rather be Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen. I mean, fucking cannon for an arm. I'm throwing the fucking tight people. You live yeah. in Bills Mafia, dude. Yeah, I love you. They're every everybody's everybody gonna have you. your back, dude. Yeah, it's it's a very good setup. Uh, second one here. Can we just start the playoffs right now in the NFC? So right now, yeah, Philly, Minnesota, Dallas, the Giants, the Bucks, Seattle, and San Francisco are your seven teams. And then the ones after that are. I think it's pretty safe to say that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I think San Francisco and Seattle could flip-flop. Like, San Francisco could easily win that division. Yeah. Um, But you're banking on... The Packers, who we have just been shitting on for three weeks, gets a win they shouldn't have at or four and six. I mean, they're one game behind the Niners, but go on. Right, but I, I think talent-wise, nobody's saying that they're in the same boat. Oh, sure, like, but they're I not think gonna, Niners. They're right. not going to catch Minnesota. No. Right. San Francisco could win their division still. Yes, like, but I think it's one healthier. of those where if you asked anybody that's like a sports analyst or you know sports news person – they're probably buying the uh, Green Bay stock right now more than oh, any, yeah, more the, than any stock um, versus the San Francisco one because they're a fucking in the moment. That's what they write. That's what they have to do. Yeah. That's how they make their money. Teams yeah. one in six, one in five in their last six games, and they're like playoff bound Packers. Bang. Yep, Rogers back. Just saying. And I know there's a lot of football after injuries can happen, but it, like it's starting to feel like that's just the seven teams we're going to get yeah. in the NFC. Yeah, there's like, at least two or three in the AFC that could come down to. Week 16 or 17, which always makes it fun. That's what that is what makes it good. There is, I mean, Washington wins this game. Now that division's could you imagine four teams come out of the NFC least, NFC beast now? It could happen. That'd be wild. This is a fun one. This is more of a prisoner in the moment one, too. Eric so if you are building your team around one guy to obviously try to win and you have a young quarterback, you can take one wide receiver, Jay Jeff, Chase, or Tyreek Hill. Say it again. You're, you're trying to win one year. You have a young quarterback. Yep. Who's, who's going to help him out the most? Jay Jeff, Jamar Chase, or Tyreek Hill? Justin Jefferson. Really? Yep. Give me almost basically just based off of size. I feel like it's just a better guy that's like a, an end zone threat. Like not only are you the deep threat, you've clearly proven you're a possession receiver, which is like you can't say that about a lot of guys. He's just the guy that can you throw the out route to in the corner. And he just has the size to go up and get it versus Tyreek. Like, I get that he makes crazy catches, but just from a size standpoint, I'll probably take Justin Jefferson. Tyreek's my third option in that one. Yeah. It's Jamar Chase or Jay Jeff. It's Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Jamar it's Chase Jeff has made Jefferson. some crazy catches too, where he makes himself look bigger than he is. But I want yeah. Justin Jefferson purely off of his wide receiver, just his tallness. What is he, like 6'6? Six, six? He's like 6'1, dude. He's not that big. I think for me, it's Tyreek Hill. Really? I do. I he's think six he's six one. He looks huge. I think he's I don't making. Know why think I mean, clearly yeah. he's making two an MVP yeah. candidate. He just, and again, all catches aside because he's. I mean, all three of these guys are really good, but Tyreek Hill does something that none of the other two do. He's just an absolute burner. Unlimited yeah. speed. He can go up and catch balls like Chase does, like Jefferson does, but. Jefferson makes tough, contested catches, which is great. Tyreek can just run by you. Yeah. He's taking that slant to the house. Those other two boys really aren't going to do that. 
They're Jamar just, Chase is taking it. Yeah, to he the probably house. could too. Jamar Chase is taking it. I, th- I they think all three couldn't. He just gives some way, shape, He or just form. gives you, I think, an element that the other two don't. And again, we're splitting hairs here. We're probably talking yeah. about the three best people, but I think I feel if, like what you're saying, like a jet sweep. Correct. Like it's more of a safety blanket. It's like going, if I have yeah. a young quarterback that's like, hey, this guy's gonna help you the most. Throw it up to Justin. I think Tyreek gets you out. Of, gets you that get out of jail free card more than the other two do. Go on your own raft. I can see it. Yeah. Next. That's, all, that's the raft, dude. All right. I gave you three of them. Top three, bottom three. Top three, bottom three. Uh, my top three. We're going top. That's what we always do. I know. I'm just yeah. joking. <laughs> you guys so, shit. so uh, it did change, and Dot, you're probably still not gonna like it. Uh, but. I have in the third spot overall, it's Minnesota. Yep. They they beat Buffalo. We've had Buffalo in the top three the past, I mean, every week pretty much. Yeah, since yeah. we started doing and it. And I think they respectfully need to, some timeout. They need to. to they, they, they need that adversity, you know? Exactly. You get it, dude. <laughs> You're we're, we're on the same page. Uh, Philly is number two because, again, I think it's just one of those where. Because they're undefeated. They haven't really been tested. Um, who knows what's going to, well, maybe it'll be different after tonight. And then at the top is Kansas city. They've been to the mountaintop. Like we talked about, they've won the one super bowl. Apparently that's all that matters. They don't even need to get another one. Um, they've built it from within man. Yeah. But yeah, they drafted generational talent. So, you know, their GMs (laughs) did it. Their GMs did it. But here's the thing. I don't know how, but I would argue that Kansas city is flying under the radar this year. And that's very interesting to me. Yeah. Because everybody's sucking your adversity team's dick, dude. I know. And that's why I'm like, this couldn't scream more. Patrick Mahomes just goes to the Super Bowl and just annihilates whoever's going to be from the NFC. Yeah. Because it's just everything was on Josh Allen, and now it's Russell Wilson's absolute dog shit. Herbert doesn't have have anybody. So it's just storylines that are just piling on top. Patrick Mahomes is just like, cool, tight. Yeah, I'm actually just really good still. His brother's not coming to games, so people don't see it, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's staying out of the limelight. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah. It's my top three. So my top three last week, uh, I do also have a change. I had Buffalo at three. They're also out of my top three. I think they need to be out. They need a little spanking. Uh Uh-huh. A little kickback here to reality. Three, I have Miami. At three, you have Miami. Yeah. Okay. I don't love it, but I also think if there's a team that you're going to bank on to get to 30 points, it's Miami. I told you, they're a team that will literally just run you out of the gym, yeah. essentially. They, they're going to give up some points, but they're going to score. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's been games where Kansas City has not done that against yeah. decent defenses. Uh, two, I still have the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Undefeated. undefeated. Um, again, kind of like your Buffalo point. Have they been tested? I don't know. They do have the easiest schedule remaining, so we may not even know until they get to the playoffs. TBD. You know what? And then I have Kansas City at one. Yeah. They they beat those juggernaut Jags. Yeah. <laughs> they covered the spread if you took them. They did. Nine and a half. That's that's what they do. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City is a good football team. They yeah. Are. Top three, Dup. Top three, I agree with you on the third. Minnesota. I have Minnesota. Yo, Hoser. I think Kirk Cousins, I said at the beginning of the year, I was like, they're going to be good. They got the pieces. They got the coach. Kirk Thuggins. As long as fucking he don't play in prime time. Could be good. Could be good. Yeah. Could be good. Yes. Now, is it going to be good in the playoffs? Doubt it. Yeah. But this is regular season. This is only up to now, baby. Does, doesn't know how to shine <laughs> in the playoffs. This is only yeah. up to now. Yes, correct. And he's doing it. I'm going to guess. Number two. Yep. 
Kansas City, City. The Chiefs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I see. Uh, why is that? Patrick Mahomes, like we talked about. This yeah. kid is fucking phenomenal. Yes. He is playing phenomenal. They're playing phenomenal. He's getting it done on all ends. What game was it where he was playing and he did the, like, I'm him or something or, like, I'm back? Like I forget. I don't know if it was this year or not, but it's... I think when, it was, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, when people do that, you're just, like... The yeah. team will rally behind it. It just looks fucking cool. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, you, you party. It was you like the it. first time that he passed. It was like 400 yards and four touchdowns. And he was just like, yeah. The Kelsey game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, yep. But that's the thing, though. Don't do that. What? Like, I, I like love I'm it. back. Announce it. Show yeah. me. Like, did you ever leave? Well, because like, I think. To your point, like, this is the dude. Like, you've been here the whole time. Sounds He's like nobody it. cares anymore. <laughs> He's saying it to fucking all the naysayers out there. Yeah. I, I love it. That's the kind of shit I'm like, yes. So who's your one? Ah, man, <laughs> I was going to put Buffalo up there, but they lost. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the team that has Two weeks not in a row. lost. <laughs> the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. So Buffalo almost made it, huh? Yep, almost made it. They were it. one botch snap away from being <laughs> your number one. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Nice. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, baby. Okay, uh, my bottom three. It's actually more interesting to me how picking the bottom three is harder than the top three. One hundred percent, because all our bottom threes end up winning, and then you're just like, well, maybe they're not that bad. <laughs> yeah. So at the thirtieth one, I have Houston, and again, it's not for lack of effort. Like I think they they remind me of you know their stepbrother, sister, whatever in the division of the Colts. Like they're clearly trying, but yeah. they just lose. Yeah. But now maybe the Colts are going to turn it around. The Houston, they probably won't. But yeah, they're just so they're thirty. Uh, thirty-one is Pittsburgh. Ooh, they. I get that they won, but again, I just I don't. There's nothing in Pittsburgh that is like, yes, this is what we're working towards. This is what we're building on. Like Najee went twenty carries for ninety-nine yards again, and you're just like, I don't know if that's good or bad. Like it's good, and that's right? what, for a yard. Give me a hundred-yard bonus. Good, yeah, right? and that's what I think so weird. It's just like, are you the guy? Are you going to be a Trent Richardson? I think we even talked about it. It's like. You have very big like bust potential looming over you, and I don't yeah. like that. Uh, and then my last one is the Raiders, because hmm. I just Interesting. they're sneaky two and seven. They're just <laughs> not good. They blow seventeen point leads better than the, anybody you know, and so they are good. They're just not good at keeping leads. Exactly, okay. they're good at being bad. And I just I don't know who would be there instead. And that's what's weird is like, I mean, there's options obviously, but I'm like. I think you're the fucking worst. Well, it's funny you should ask that question because I'm going to tell you. Okay. Bingo, bango. Yeah. So my 30th are those Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. Okay. All because right. they have talent on the team. It they makes no sense. No, they score points. You have an edge rusher in Crosby that's a stud. Second in the league. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, th- You watch their offense and it j- the ball just moves. Yeah. I mean, Devontae's always catching balls. Jacobs They're is randomly Jacobs. hot. Yeah. Correct. It's like, oh, this team is... 25 points, 30 points, which is a rarity in this league yeah, where people yeah. are scoring 18 yeah. points a game. Yeah. But again, their defense is atrocious. They're finding ways to lose. Um, the 31st worst team, it just it hurts my heart, except for we get their pickets to Rams, especially if Cooper Cup's out. Yeah. Um, High ankle sprain, though. That's it. So those four, are the worst ones. Four to six right. weeks. Oh, yeah. I think he's done. I, think those I would, are the worst I would ones. shut him down, yeah, too. Yeah, I think they're going to shut that him down. That looks really bad. Stafford's concussion might linger on longer than it needs to. Shocker. Yeah. The old Baker Mayfield effect. Yeah. I yeah. think uh, this Rams team is there. Yeah, oh, it's bad. Yeah. Um, but they know, went all in, though, and they got the ring. You're damn right they did. Yeah. Take it they away did from it, them. right? Yeah. And as much as I can't promote Philly for being undefeated, 
I have to keep Houston in the spot because they have one win. They're just bad. Um, they're and, good, and, bad, though. And they're bad because they don't have talent. They have guys that play hard. Yeah. Pierce runs like it's the last time he's ever going to touch the ball oh, in his yeah. life. Respect. But he's running against 10 people, and you're just not going to do that. I mean, the Giants tried to give that game away four different times yesterday, and Houston just couldn't take it Yeah, because of the talent that's on the field. So they're probably going to be there, even if they win a couple games. I just don't see it because they're just yeah. going to get out-talented. I bet you yeah. could shoot Damian Pierce five times. He'd get back up and run. He'd try. Yeah. He would. That's he'd take, fine. He'd take more than four bullets, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Bottom three, Dute. I switched it up, man. I did a whole entire fucking switch Good for up, you. Man. Switch it up, brother. Yeah. What do you got? I have, at 30, the Denver Broncos. I forgot they are still just sneaky bad. They're just... But they I won. I get it. They didn't. They oh, lost they did. the Titans. Oh, d- yeah, they did. But it was, a, again, a Rust shit game. a fucking interception to <laughs> tie it up, or at least to kick the extra point to tie it up. Classic. And I'm just like... You can't score any points. You can't win games. Yeah. They, you know what I mean? Because, like, you're holding teams to under fucking 18 points. So, it's like you're doing that, but you got to score, man. You got to score. That was the one that really wasn't being thrown on red zone a lot, which, I mean, rightfully so when you have yeah. a total of 27 points. But, yeah, I just – I don't understand how there's not been, what, we're week 10 now – and Russ just hasn't had this breakout, like, 350, like, four-touchdown yeah. game. Like, I think everybody's been waiting for that for so long. And, again, it's like we talked about, are they are who we thought they are now yeah. yet? And, like, Jerry Judy's hurt, so it's like... You're done. Well, sorry, bud. Your offense blows. Yeah. And you're not good anymore somehow. You fell off a cliff. Uh, 31, I have the Los Angeles Rams. Nice. They don't get the fucking backup quarterback treatment, <laughs> anything <laughs> like that. They are fucking bad. Who was McSworley on? Was that Arizona or was that? Arizona. It was Arizona. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm just like, your only offensive weapons done. Matt Stafford, maybe you'll clear protocol, but then I'm like, he probably doesn't want to. Rib her. Yeah. Shoulders yeah. linger. I mean, he did have injuries going into the season. The old yeah. elbow. Yeah. Let's, oh, let's going to let him heal that up. Yeah. yeah. Might as well. Right. Sean McVay, dude. You won last year. Take a year off. You know what I'm saying? You won, dude. That's all you need. Honestly, I yeah. mean, if you come out and you fucking suck, hey, I won last year. We have injuries. Let me stick around a little bit. 32. And then 32 is the Houston Texans. If Philadelphia Eagles are number one, I have to give them you the do. treatment. They are not winning games. They are, in fact, losing a lot of games. <laughs> a lot. So they are. The worst team in the NFL. In the entire league. Okay. I agree. Top three, bottom three. So, finish it up. The picks. Let's make some money. The picks. I should have known, against my better judgment, to never pick a game that is in international waters, foreign territory, not on domestic soil. That being said, didn't get to watch really any of it because of the time difference and everything. Really hate the fact that it looked like from all the highlights it was basically Seattle's game um, to win again, but like they just couldn't do it. No, they couldn't I didn't watch. They it got either. beat from the jump. They got a touchdown late. Tampa was so it was a backdoor. Like yes. the score yeah. looked way. Yeah, out. they had a chance to win, so credit to them. But no, Tampa was in control that entire jump. Yeah, and then of course, like anything else, um, anybody out there that's a degenerate better too knows the feeling of 
as soon as you pick something and then they flash that stat all week, Tom Brady's 5-0 and international games or somewhere where it's not foreign or domestic soil, and you're just yeah. like, where was this fucking stat 30 seconds ago? Like Sharps what? had it, dude. You can't yeah. post it, otherwise all the circles will bet it. Dallas yeah. is 195-0, and went up 14 in the fourth quarter. Well, they're not anymore. <laughs> so that being said, I want to wise up and I want to smarten up based off of our top threes. Okay. Minnesota still not getting the respect at home. I get no respect. I get no respect. No respect. So basically being a pick em, I love it. It's fun as a better to basically have a point stashed. That's not pick. Oh, well, yeah, they're getting a point. Yeah, but it, I, I think it's just it weirdly leaves you at ease. Like because you're not getting a ton of points. So you're just assuming like, hey, keep it close for me. It's like, no, nobody really knows who's going to win. So just go out and win the fucking game. It's at home. Yeah. Like. It's against Dallas, who <laughs> crippling loss against Green Bay. Bounce back game, sure, you could argue it. But I also think it's one of those, this is where Minnesota gets another back-to-back, like staple win. It's, again, at home. I just, it's, everything is shaping up for Kirk Thuggins and Justin Jefferson. I hate it, but I'm going to root for it. Yeah, it's, it's my pick of the week, baby. Okay. Uh, mine. Again, if you're following me, I apologize for the result, but not, the, <laughs> but not the not the pick. Just needed a half if more. If you're tailing them, you <laughs> it was fucking the, make a money. It was yeah. the right pick. They missed two field goals. They had a touchdown call back. We had it, Jags. We did. We had it, but we lost. So that's the fact of the matter. You jagged I'm, off. I'm two games below 500. Off. We're gonna get there. Um, we're still scaling the mountain. Puke. Uh, and it starts this week. <laughs> this team has a really good record. I don't think they're a really good football team. Kansas City. No. Um, <laughs> I know Jared Goff is not good outside in the cold. However, the Lions are getting three on the road at the Giants. We're going to the Meadowlands. I don't think anybody like Minnesota really believes in the the Giants. I think they're going to win games because of their schedule. Our defense is bad, but it's getting better. Houston's a really bad team, and you could make the argument that the Giants should have lost to them. They tried to give that game away. The Giants will score points. I'm not saying they're not. Are you doing what I think you're doing? I'm taking the Lions plus three. Oh, my God. Way to keep it in the same division, though. I know. I like it. Okay. They're going to be there. They're going to have a chance fourth quarter to win the game outright if you're giving me a field goal. Don't get me wrong. I play in my mind all the time. Like I go through these spurts where I'm like, I have to take a dog. I have to take a dog in the points. I just have to. It makes sense. Value. And then it's like when you take the spread, you're like, of course, I took the team that the spread's too big. Like, I, got, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if that picks. I'm rooting for you, man. Probably a backdoor cover, to be honest. So, it's yeah. not bad. 31-30. I mean, they put up points. Yeah, I mean, so. I don't. I, I could look it up. I have, you know, a the device internet. in front of me. <laughs> I don't know that the Giants have won a game by more than a touchdown all year. I think it's been anywhere between four and six points. Yeah. Correct. So, if you're giving me we'll a team that prior to them getting shut out, was the highest scoring offense in the league, which again was always inflated. Yeah. But again, that Chicago defense has been pretty stout. Yeah. We hung 31. Yeah. Okay. With a pick six. You know, I don't hate it. Daniel Jones has a history of turning the ball over. He's on my fantasy team. I hope he scores. Just not enough. Barkley's going to get his, but I think we're going to score points. Three of their six wins have been by a touchdown or more. Well, I would not have guessed that. Yeah. I still love the pick. The more you know. All right, Dot. Make your pick. The more you. For the record, when I said I knew what your pick was, I thought it was going to be Minnesota. 
<laughs> getting a point at home. That just screams you. Bam! I'm actually leaning the complete opposite. Which oh. you need to give context because you picked Arizona not knowing at all waking up that both quarterbacks were going to be out and just... It got better for him. Well, 100% got better. Yeah. I was more <laughs> confident when they said Colt McCoy versus fucking Wolford. 100%. I was like, oh. buddy, I'd have put my mortgage on it then. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's one of those you wake up and you're just like, fuck, I just made the pick of the century. Honestly, and I looked at it and I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Not the picks of the century. Rewind the tape. Minnesota plus six. I talked about it. I thought about it. <laughs> I said way too many points. And if Josh Allen plays, that line jumps to plus three and exactly what happened. Really? Yep. Oh, nice. Okay. But <laughs> yeah. for week 11. Let him think, people. He's what? What are you, 6-2? and two? Yeah. <laughs> We're still over 500, right? Yeah. I'm no. Carrying us. I uh, don't think we are anymore. I think it's 500 or... Because I'm two games below. He's four above. I'm one under. Yeah, yeah. so that's that's one over. Nice. Come on, Dut. Never <laughs> a doubt. <laughs> we need you. Oh, I'm getting a win this week. Oh, yeah. I can feel my bones. Uh, Bone sauce ready. 28-27 Lions. Tannehill back. Everybody's going to be fucking sucking Aaron Rodgers' dick. Titans plus three. Love that. <laughs> Nothing's happening up there. No. Panthers plus 12 and a half. That's way too many points, man. That's but a lot of points. It. But I can't touch it. It's too many for a reason. I'm going with the team we have been shitting on the whole time. Yes. I think they bounce back. The Raiders? It is the Raiders plus two and a half going to Denver, and they're going to steal that fucking win. Woo! I mean, if there's a team I to take Derek points Carr, against, yeah. I think it's Derek Carr. He's bringing the tears. Yeah. He's bringing the emotion, and they're going to fucking finish one. They're going to finish one. 17-point <laughs> lead. Get out of here. We're keeping it. Yeah, they get a 17-point lead on Denver. Denver ain't fucking scoring no 17 points. They For, can't. Forget about it. Forget, forget about, about it. Lock it up, Raiders. Be the responsible. Raiders. Episode 70. 77. 77. Point to heaven. Dirty football. There we go. Okay. There we go. Point to heaven. Done. We're back. Oh, no. <laughs>